And welcome to the Cricket Show. Got Michael Voss in the studio uh, as we normally do on a Saturday, Mick. Happy New Year, Neil. Oh, thank, and and to you, magnificent day out there. God, you, I mean, I understand why people didn't want to play cricket. They got to have a bit of a break and there's things on. And the main topic of conversation has all been about the the junior. Uh, VMCU. But you know what? It'll probably piss down next Saturday. And and look at today's day. It'll probably, it's, it's ironic with Melbourne's weather, but no, it is a cracking day. Uh, we're not in Sydney, fortunately, but we do have a <laughs> fortunately. special, special guest. And it's the uh, fellow in charge of the Junior Pennant Committee in Cam Price, also coach of the girls under 17 team. Welcome back to the studio, Cam. Thank you. Great to be back. Great to be talking about junior cricket. Oh, absolutely. And... Uh, it's a terrific time, the uh, VMCU, and so so many different uh, groups of, of kids playing, and, and uh, I, I just think it's worth have, having a good chat about it the, this morning, and we'll probably do an update next week too, because yep. it'll all be wrapped up uh, almost, yep. unless you make a final on the following Saturday, I think. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the Sunday. I think. Sunday. Uh, yeah, Sunday. The, the yep. girls' finals are on the Friday, and the boys' finals, grand finals, will be on the Sunday. Right. Um, just great to see the kids running around in the purple. They're yeah. very proud of their purple. It's oh, that's an unusual good. colour, but it's... Uh, they, distinctive. They, it's very distinctive, but they uh, we, we look like the, the purple wiggle at times oh. and the uh, grimace <laughs> from McDonald's, but we, um, yeah, we uh, the kids love it, um, and it's we're, we're halfway through now, so yeah. three rounds, gone, um, and we turn, turn, turn for home now, which is great, really Price. exciting. Pricey, is the, is the difference been noticeable this year in terms of the last two years being affected by COVID? Can you see the difference and can you see the sort of the monkeys off the back in terms of the kids getting out there and actually having fun this year as opposed to the last couple of years? Yeah, definitely. We, we obviously, two years ago, we missed out on the VMCU carnival. Mm, mm. Um, last year, we opted in, but we opted in late. This year, we've had a full preparation for it. Um, but you can just see the excitement about the kids and that's what, that's what gets you up. Um, up and about is just the kids they're just a lot of the feedback I've got from the coaches is it, it's they're playing club cricket hmm. the, the 13 kids that are in each team they're playing club cricket they're all bonding they're all I, I love that part of it so and, and playing a really good standard of cricket and really just and, and just think of how how many of these kids are going to have lifelong friendships mm. through cricket yep which which started with the competition this year. Agree. You, yeah. you can see it in the seniors, a lot of the senior yeah. blokes will still talk about their rep cricket. I've got a couple of 22, 23-year-olds that still talk about their under-18 comp mm. um, in that they made the grand final. Mm. Um, just a huge memory for them. Um, they'll all have, always have that special memory with, um, with with their peers, which is really cool. So we'll be running through each of the, each of the grades, mentioning some of the... Uh, some of the successes and where they are and who's playing where. A lot of games on tomorrow, so we'll remind yes. people about yes. that. And, of course, uh, the rest of next week. And if you're successful in getting the top four of your division, yep. um, finals at the end of next week. Yep. So, yep. Uh, semi-final on the Thursday, yep. um, which if you're top two, home home semi-final, um, grand final on the Friday or the Sunday, which will be at a, a nominated ground rather than a home ground. Yeah. Okay. So. And I think it's also interesting to... I mean, they get to play in some pretty interesting places, they don't do. they, if you think yes. about it? Yep. Yeah. I don't know how many people would actually normally get up to play on a, a cricket on a Sunday morning in Lilydale, for instance, no, you know? Jugger, Jugger and I were at uh, Aberfeldy at... Oh, right. You know, I think quarter to nine yesterday morning. Yeah. So I didn't even know where Aberfeldy was, but I you know do now. now. <laughs> I do now. And the, the, it's interesting, the ground we were on yesterday was um, it was underwater in the floods from the Maradong River. What wow. was that? 
I don't know how long ago that was, not that long ago, not but it was yeah, it was it was covered in water. So it's only well, last just come back under play probably mm. four weeks ago. Wow. From a recovery effort from that from Fan- that um, flooding. So yeah. Fantastic good story. And because some of the teams are, get to play on turf and yep. some are on the uh, on the hard pitches like uh, we normally play on. Yep. I want to start with the under eighteen, the Phil Arnold the competition. Big yeah, the, the big boys. The big boys. The yeah. big boys. Uh, yeah. Then we'll look at the girls' ones, and then we're going to talk to a couple of, or one of the coaches and one of the parents uh, yep. in, in, involved. Uh, Doug Van Ray looking after the under eighteen. It's good to see Dougie involved. Absolute superstar. Absolute superstar. He, uh, he definitely gets the boys fired up. Um, his boy Harry. Um, we were lucky enough day one. We had the under seventeen girls on Coburn Oval at Frankston Peninsula. And uh, the under-18 boys were on Butler. Um, so we started at 10 o'clock with the girls and the boys started at 10.30. And, geez, did we hear a couple of roars from the other side, other ground. It was um, Harry Van Ray ran in. Chess was out. Yeah. He was up and about. He opened the bowl and he was ripping it in. So he bowled a brilliant spell for the to set the boys up. We, we bowled first. Yep. Uh, we won the toss and we bowled first, which okay. is an interesting move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the boys were a bit nervous, but he, he took two for 14 off five and just bowled. As an opening bowler, should a big, angry, fast spell. Um, it was really, really cool to watch. So they've had, um, I think, a win and a, a one they win, have. one loss. Yeah, at this one stage. win, one loss. Yeah, and, and a game um, Sunday. But uh, just want to mention a couple of guys who looked like they batted pretty well from running through the scorecards: Kingsley De Gregorio and Jared Clower. A couple of Red Hill boys playing together. Kinga is probably the most excited kid I've ever seen at rep cricket, whether it be a 10-year-old or a 17-year-old. He's got the rudest haircut you've ever seen. I don't know, he looks like it's a fresh one, but it's it's very short up the sides and a bit long down the middle. Um, but uh, they Good tell to me, see that mullet still, yeah, still survives. Yeah, definitely a dirty mullet. Um, but he's, uh, he's been ringing Doug every day yeah. <laughs> for updates on what's going on. It's just great. He, he's a great kid and just a... Full of life, and he's just a ripping lad. To, but he, he's been, he set him off firing with the bat, 29. Um, with Jamon Jewis, they started off with an opening partnership, yeah, really yeah. good, strong opening partnership. They folded a bit in the middle, but yeah, they, uh, young Liam Walsh came out and just yeah, settled, it, settled it down. In that he got him over the line then, really, did, didn't he? 24 off 33. Yeah. Chanceless, yeah. just hit everything along the ground, just really good cricket shots. Um, just used the pace of the ball to hit him behind leg, hit him through cover. <clears throat> nice little 24 not out, which was really good. And Will, Will Serrati from the Tigers, three for 10. Good yeah, to see, because his name doesn't get mentioned much, but the Tigers think well of him. Yeah, no, he's a ripping kid too. Once uh, loves a bit of chat on the field. I, I was lucky enough to watch him in uh, Tasmania. He was over there with Peninsula School. Um, watched him play a couple of games over there. He's a, he's a, he's a leader. He's a really good kid. Um, great to see him getting the wickets. Pricey, um, Neil just touched on Doug Van Ray coaching and obviously you've got the kids there, but you've got to have some quality coaches. And looking through some of these names, that, are, good that, names. that are there, um, you look at Doug Van Ray, you look at uh, Dwayne Fields, you look at Stuart Swift. There's some, there's, some, there's, some great, there's some great names and some really quality coaches. Yeah, I'm blessed, to be honest with you. Um, absolutely blessed with the coaching talent that put their hand up. Um, my, Jim Bites will turn the under-16s with young Lockie Clower. And Lucas McConnell from Frankston Peninsula putting their hand up to do that for the second year in a row. Um, just great to see those young boys coming through. Jace will talk a bit about them later. Mm. Um, Steve Watling in the under-12s. He's the Victorian coach for the under-12 or under-14 girls, I think it was. Now, now is that the same Steve Watling? Is he associated with Karen Primary School? Yeah, yep, I thought yep, so. Same yeah. guy. Yep, yep, yep. So you can find a teacher in those sort of things. It's, yeah. it's gold. It's always, um, always helps a lot. 
Um, and that's um, probably why they got Roy Dore as their home ground too, is it? Possibly, a bit of, yes, bit of work from Steve have, Watling. That, that yeah. does have something to do with it. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> they tend to uh, nominate their grounds yeah. fairly close to home. Why not? And um, Jason Bolsh, who's doing the under sixteen, the Keith Mackay with. Um, the great Normie Jardin following him very closely from behind. <laughs> Normie, Normie. I don't think he lets him do anything without a phone call or a nope. text message telling him what to do. Yep. But, uh, yeah, no, just yeah, really lucky with our coaches. Yeah, really lucky. Yeah, terrific. We'll mention a couple of others later. I think it was Stewie Swift and Adrian Riddell are both involved in the other under-12 team, Keith, yep. Keith Mitchell. Keith Mitchell, yeah. Yep. Yep. And uh, I was hoping to get either Stewie or, or Adrian, but I think they're appreciating having a Saturday off. Yes, because, yes. So they said, look, I can't really make it. I've got some other commitments. So, yep. no, But we'll fine. try to catch up with them um, yep. you know, l- later on in, in coming weeks. Yep, no problem. Uh, so, yeah. Terrific group. So the un- under 18s, um, you had one win, one loss. Yep. And uh, the second one, our batting didn't quite go yeah. to plan. We sort of. Uh, uh, we got for 95 in the end. Yeah. yeah it probably I didn't can, work for them. I can give my boy a bit of a rap there. He got 21 not out. He did, Finn. At, yeah, yep. he came in a bit late. Um, but yeah, I think walking away from that game, Doug was pretty uh, heel that the batters know. Yeah. You know, I think it's better to have that. Mm. At that stage of the tournament, I'd much yeah. rather do that round two than semi-final time. Definitely. Um, there's some really good cattle in that team. Now, um, they've got a game tomorrow, Jubilee Park. Correct. 10.30 start, Butler yeah, Oval. Butler yeah, because there's be actually two grounds and there's two games. Correct. That's a good and spot to go yeah, to. Yeah, it's Frankston, so we'll have the, I think it's the, uh, might be the Beitzel team and the... Yeah, the Beitzels. Team, the Beitzels. The Beitzels are on the... So you got the best, the uh, the best of the best yeah. in the under 16s and best of the best in the under 18s yeah. together on, on one ground, which will be um, which will be fantastic to, to watch. Um, but they'll be they'll be pretty fired up. Yeah. The, the, the next game they'll be absolutely champion of the bit. So we'll, we'll talk about the 14s and 16s later. But I'll, well, just before we get uh, Dwayne Field on the line, let's look at the girls' teams. Yep. Uh, good to see under 12, under 14, and under 16 all going. Yep. And uh, when your club, Bell and Erring, have made some contrib- some good contributions to the team, although I I did notice a name or a couple of names, Wyatt. Now I reckon that might be uh, Gareth's girls. I don't think so. No, no it's no, not. not I was looking. I was like, gee, I'm sure no, that no, no some no, wrong there. Okay. That, yeah, no, no, Gareth's girls. I'm not sure whether they're related or not. I've never uh, asked yeah. the question. Um, but I got two. Yeah, young Ava Wyatt. Um, she's got. She's a. Super she's done star. well. Yeah, done yeah, really listen, well. Thirty-two yeah. off forty, and in, in, in a retired. Yep. That's pretty good. I can't yep. think of the last time either Mick or I got thirty-two from forty. <laughs> <laughs> a long, long time ago. <laughs> and uh, Billy Raymond from Mount Martha also yeah, has been very good. Yeah. yeah, I remember watching her a year ago or two years ago in under twelve. She took four runouts in one game in the boys. Wow! And I just led right. <laughs> where where are you marking her? But, so there's Ava White, Billy Raymond, um, and a young Grace Bretain. Um, young Grace Bretain is bowling leggies and lands them ninety five percent of the time and spins them about a foot. Wow! She, she's a superstar. So there's 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 three girls. Plus so that name Bretain, yes, yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> We've got Lara, Chris. Lara, Lara in the fourteens yeah. and, and Grace in the twelve, which so. is which is just brilliant for us as a competition. To have oh, a couple yeah. of Bretain girls coming through is <laughs> is a luxury. Yeah, so, you, need, yeah. you need those Bretains in there. So, so the, they've. Um, They've they've had a buy and they've they've had a win and I think they miss out on the uh, the other game but correct. they play again Monday. Uh, yes, that's the, correct. The under twelves. Yep. No, they they're just they're loving. Oh, I think coming out of the girls' competition, 
that we have, um, they're suddenly going, geez, there's a big world of cricket out there. Mm. Um, and it's, um, they're, they're loving it. They're, they're learning to run. They're learning to do all those little simple things in cricket. Um, but they're just, their energy, Barry Ensel's taking um, care of them, a yep. great Premier cricketer. Um, and he's, he's uh, young daughter Marley's doing really well as well. Um, and they'll, um, they're just loving the experience and they'll, they'll be so much better for this experience, not only post-Christmas, um, but yeah, next year they'll be ripping and ready to go again. All right, so that'll be good. Now the under fourteens. Yep. Um, some interesting names there. Again, a few from Red Hill, a yep. few, f- few from Mornington. I noticed uh, Ruby Guard got a couple of wickets in one of the games there. And yep. Grace May w- from Red Hill was top score. Yep. Yeah, Red Hill and Mornington are coming through with some really strong girls. Mornington in particular, with um, the program down there, they're doing really, really well. Mm. And Red Hill. There's always 14 or 15 girls in that girls' team um, just doing a great job. Um, Julie DiGregorio there has just done an amazing job. We didn't have an under-14 team last year because the YPL yeah. normally takes a lot of girls out of there. Yeah. Um, the YPL, uh, Mornington or the Peninsula, tends to provide about 75%, 80% of those girls that go into the YPL. Um, but Julie just said, no, nah, I want to do it. She took it on board and she's done an amazing job to get this team up. There's 14 girls in there and once again just loving their cricket. They've got their challenges. Um, it, it's a hard competition, mm. but they'll be, yeah, once again, their eyes are wide open. They're learning a heap as they go. Alicia Eady from yeah. from uh, Lange, Lange, as yep. well as Lara Britain, which, Britain, which one you mentioned. And you couldn't have uh, a junior competition without a De Gregorio, could you? Annabelle De Gregorio noticed in there and did did pretty well in one of the games, got a couple of wickets. Got two for eight, yeah, she yeah. did very, very well. So, and obviously, Andrew's, Andrew's coaching. Yeah. Um, I, was about, I was about to say that. You, you, we've, we've mentioned Kingsley, we've mentioned Andrew. <laughs> I think we've mentioned four so far. Well, there's a heap of them out there. There's, oh, yeah. oh, and they're all involved. They're the all involved, club. which it's is just fantastic. You yeah. need people like that and families like that involved in cricket. It's, it's great. Absolutely. Yeah. Good to see. Now, you had the under-17 yep. team, which yep. is the Mel Jones competition. Yep. Now... Here's a name you might know, Michael. Mornington girl Kate Filipponi got five for twenty-three in one yep. of the games. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, daughter of uh, of Michael and Kim, and uh, you know Kate's a Kate's a very good, very good bowler. She, she's a good little batter too. So um, no, she's a very good cricketer, and uh, she's very when when you see her, she's normally with her dad, and she's she's quiet, but she's a she really she really good little player, Neil. Excellent, and then five for 23. She I'd ripped in five yesterday. Yeah. It, was, it was just great to watch. She had one. She came off and said to me, oh, I think my head's not right. I'm not sure what to do. I probably wasn't my greatest coach moment. I said, you'll be okay. Have a drink of water and get back out there. Next two overs, she took four weeks. So I'm taking a little bit of responsibility for that one, Kate. It was... Uh, but yeah, Mick. Mick was on the phone. Mick was. Uh, Mick was. He was. He was watching it. He knew what was going on. So yeah, she, uh, great when, family. Great hmm. family. When she's when she's with her dad, she you don't. You, she just sort of. She just keeps. She keeps to herself. Hence the reason why I say she's. She's quiet, but yeah, no. She's she's always putting up some some reasonable numbers, yeah. and her cricket's going very well. It is. Yeah. I'm going to mention someone, and you can elaborate on on, on the person because it's the captain of the team, mm. in uh, Gemma Reynolds from Langy. Yep. Uh, this is what you've done so far, Mick. Had a 40, 100 not out of 93 in a victory, chasing a pretty decent score too. Three wickets one day and I think another wicket another day. Yep. Uh, very, very handy. She's obviously got a bit of talent. She's a superstar. Yeah. Um, she made 100. She won 
uh, batter of the comp in this comp last year. Oh, right. Um, wow. as, a, as a second year player. So she's in her final year, unfortunately for me. Mm. Um, <laughs> but she, so she's in the Stingrays program for football. Um, we're lucky enough that um, Nick Cummins was there mm. on, um, uh, what was what's today? Saturday. So she was, <laughs> he was there Thursday to watch that 100. Yeah. She's going to get fast-tracked at some stage. She, this, oh, kid's, good. this kid's a superstar. So we, we're just really lucky to have her as part of the program. And captain. so And captain, yeah. yep. So she's, um, to watch that 100 off 93, um, she was running, she was advancing two, two paces down the pitch yep. and hitting spinners back over their head. Um, just amazing to watch. Um, is, is she a? Is she a, like? A, does she have the height? Does she have like? It's small. Small. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Jemu, if you're listening, <laughs> she's not super small, but she's not super tall. No, no. Really she's compact, no. compact. Well, so was Ellen Border. Uh, there's yeah, quite a few yeah, you can yeah, read yeah, on. Yeah, Sachin Tendulkar. There was a lot <laughs> yeah, of great right. small bats. Very Sachin Tendulkar. But 100 of yeah. 100 of 90 100 of 93, 93 balls at that age. That's that's, that's a pretty impressive. Amazing. Yeah, and yeah. at Coburn, which is not a quick ground. Yeah. It's not a quick ground. Um, the game the ground we played at yesterday was a lot quicker. Um, but, yeah, she, she's a superstar. I could talk about her all day. Now, another um, couple of names here. I noticed Talia Halebutt, because I know yeah. Danny for, yes. uh, from Rosebud. Yep. So she got, got some wickets. Uh, Tana Horseman, another Mornington girl. Tana Horseman, yeah, Mornington. So I'm going to say she's almost a first-year cricketer. Yeah. She's, she's wow. really, once again, a really good footballer at Mornington, yep. the girls' program down there in football. Um, she started playing, uh, she played last year and this year, and she's playing the women's team at Balnaring, but she's, she's tough as nails, really likes a scrap. So mm. she's, she's, she sticks in and she's, she loves, she's very competitive. So, um, yeah, got three for 10. Yeah. Got some of the big, got some of the big wickets too that we were worried about. So, now I've mentioned some of the performers, but I'm sure there's other people there who just been, in in the background, but really making a contribution there's, that you, that you everybody would have noticed. Correct. There's one more there. Average was eyes. Um, oh yes. So yesterday she got 73. It's her first 50 ever. Wow. So as a team, we were none for 50 after four overs. She went. <laughs> we just we just couldn't believe it. Yeah. She, we went. Abs- Jugger was there. Balnaring girl. Balnaring yeah. girl. So she's great story. She comes from French Island. Oh, so great. to come. Yeah, up, I think we I think we've spoken about her before. Yeah. Just the, the story. So yeah. she gets on a on a boat. Yep, and comes over to training, and then if it's dark, they have to jump back on a boat and go back home again. Just the dedication that family has to training, to cricket, to any sport, um, it, it's amazing. So did she did she rate the afternoon teas at all in the game? So not oh, as good as mate, home. There's, there's never, there's, like, I think it's an afternoon tea she's ever had that'll ever go to French Island. It's, um, but she's at every French Island game that's yeah. over there. They'll, they'll the whole family will be there watching. Sensational. Um, but yeah, no, she's. The way she hit the ball yesterday, she was hitting one bounce balls. It was amazing. Pricey Neil said you're the coach of the the Mel Jones Shield team. Now, yep. uh, is, is that something that that uh, obviously Mel Jones? We know we know her background. Is is it something that she does she make an appearance? Does she come down and have a look? No, I haven't seen anything at this stage. It would be great, obviously, for the girls to do that. She's, um, got, she's, got, a, she's got a bit on her plate. She has got a bit on her plate. I probably don't talk to the girls enough about um, who Mel Jones is. It's sort of the, the under-17 comp. Mm. I probably don't talk about that enough, but it would be great to have her involved somehow. Um, I'll say with that, the first two games, we're, we're two and one. We lost yesterday, but we won the first two. So we won both those two games in the last over. Um, so the girls, we, we batted, we won the toss and bowled first in both instances. And um, we, we chased down two, and yeah, they've given me a few grey hairs, the girls, with the last, uh, in the last over. But young Alice Phillips in the first game got 17 not out off 37. 
she's the only one to get in double figures. Just a mass. She didn't want to bat last year, so for her to do that was just amazing. So yeah, but um, oh, they're a pleasure. Geez, they're a good good group to coach. Yeah, Neil's just getting a, an interview with Fieldy on Fieldy online there. Yeah, not just picking him up at the moment. Um, we, we'll have a little break to, and chase him anyway. I was just going to mention in regards, we talked about Mel Jones. I'll take it a step further. This is nothing to do with genius, but just great. Uh, the girls to recognise uh, Belinda Clark getting a statue yeah. yep. this week as well. Yep, the girls were talking about that yesterday. Um, it was obviously on their mind. So they knew without me they're watching the news so they're watching girls cricket and what's mm. happening um i just i love that it's great to see the girls involved in and looking at that bigger picture of where they can get to so for someone like uh you know your Gemma, um she should be involved in that at some stage of that sort of level i'm, I'm speaking personally I'm, I'm loving watching the australian girls go about it when they, oh, when yes. they play as well yeah. so yeah i'm a massive fan of uh massive fan of girls cricket no so, they're, so they're the, just a powerful side so, so the girls are getting a pretty solid pathway through. I notice that they're, you know, they're pretty good at picking them up and uh, bringing them along to some of the uh, big bashes or whatever. Yep, yep. Uh, what are you noticing in that in terms of the, how the girls get their opportunities? What what happens? Yeah, listen, I guess the, the YPL, the Youth Premier League, so yep. that's the under-15 girls at the moment, um, there's probably a little bit of a miss between 15s and, say, there used to be an 18s club, yep. but that's gone yep. by the side. Um, the real focus now is obviously getting our girls from our MPCA competition. The next step yeah, is obviously into, the, the Premier competition. Into Premier, yeah. um, which Frankston will put in a, a women's team next year yep. for the first time, which is, which is fantastic. Um, but obviously a lot of our girls see the pathway at the moment into that, that dandenong sort of Premier cricket. Um, with Frankston building a, a purpose-built oval, purpose-built facility there, next year that'll be ready to go um so it'll be a really exciting time for those girls you've got to be playing premier cricket if you want to go to that next stage um so that's that's the next stage for a lot of these girls but we've got say your marley blacks um kate filiponi's still in ypl grace mm. barnes um so they'll all play last year of ypl mm. this year then they'll jump into this side hopefully next year but there's some really good girls coming through really good quality cricketers right now their next match for the girls is Monday. Well, we're Tuesday. So Tuesday. We've got a okay. we've oh, that's right. The buy on Monday. Of cheeky four-point buy, which is great. So we'll we'll turn three and one. Yeah. With um with one game to go. And if you win that game, you'll we'll be in the finals. So yeah. inter- interesting enough, the way it looks like, it'll be fourth versus fifth in the last game in round five Ooh-hoo. against Ringwood. Yeah. Um. So we've got a couple of at twin Ring- at Ringwood. At Ringwood, yeah. yeah, at Ringwood. Last time we played next to the Cadbury factory, <laughs> so the girls couldn't concentrate because it smelled of chocolate all day. Oh, we got a couple of. There's a couple of sheedy girls there. I think they're, they're either twins or sisters, but yep. they're, they're superstars. I think she, one of the girls, is in 186, 101st game, 86 yesterday. So she's a big wicket, um, but they both open the batting and they give it a good, a good <laughs> womp. So. Good challenge though, but um, yeah, that's they're, they're a good side. So it's um, yeah, excellent. So good. it's good to see the three, the three age groups in there. That's yep, really important. And important. Uh, so well done to the all, all the coaches, but not only the coaches. It's the parents are there helping out and yep. joining in and contributing as yep. well. So uh, yeah, I think it's a really important thing, and yep. this could be the. Yeah, the next stepping stone, I think, for, for uh, girls and women's cricket down here. Couldn't agree more. Yep. Let's have a short break. Um, I tried Dwayne. I think he might just be busy, so he might go to Jason Orvis and uh, then talk a little bit about the under-16 competition. He, yep. he went along as, as a parent, really, but he yep. was, so he's one of those people we've been talking about. Can't. And we do have Dwayne Field on the line. You've been out mowing the lawn, Dwayne, have you? 
That's all right. Um, yeah, I've got to play for that grass now. That's made a big difference, I tell you. I've actually made, just made a pitch in the backyard. Got a couple of Sam's mates coming over today for a bit of backyard cricket. So, oh, how good's that? So the the under fourteens, Russell Allen uh, Cup or Shield, I think it's a Shield. Yeah. Uh, and you guys have uh, you're doing all right so far. Are you happy with that? Yeah. One win, one loss, a couple of good performances from some of the kids. Yeah, no, I've been pretty happy to. Um, a couple of, I've mentioned to Cam, a couple of tricky wickets for the first two games, but the boys are getting used to the playing on the turf. I think out of the 13 we've got, we've only got probably three that have played on turf, so it's a, it's a whole new world for them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Good experience, of course. Yeah, yeah, it's been great. Day one, we come up against um, Northwest Metro, and that was, a, um, that was a good win. And then on uh, Thursday, we come up against Seeker, who were probably the benchmark in the VMCU comp, and we... We took it to the last ball, so um, yeah, really happy with how we've been going. Yeah, I, I was sort of looking through the scorecard on that one, and I thought, gee, that, that looked a pretty tight game. Then I come about one ball to go, uh, yeah. and they just scrambled over the line. Yeah, actually, the last ball they needed two to win and one to tie, and it was a front foot no ball. Oh, and they um, yeah, bumped, bumped the ball to mid wicket and, and ran a single, so they got got the chockies. <laughs> wow. How the boys okay with that though? They... Oh, they were pretty down, but yeah, yeah like yeah, most under fourteen kids, it only takes five or ten minutes, and they're back up, back up again. So no, they'll be they'll be right. I think they, the good thing is they know they're they're up, um, they're as good as that side. So hopefully we can push into the finals and come up against them again. So w- when you're choosing that side, I mean there there are the two groups. Uh, yeah. You've you've deliberately got the one that's uh, for turf and one that's for a hard hard wicket. Is that the idea? Yep. Yeah, I suppose we probably don't pick the squads like that. It's probably more so just trying to trying to have an evenly evenly balanced side, really. And um, yeah, no, we do, I think we've done pretty well with the two squads we picked. Now, just looking at some of the individual performances there, Henry Coldercott from Mount Martha, yeah. five for three. Yeah, <laughs> he's on fire. Yeah, he's, our, he's probably he's our smallest and I say youngest player in the squad. He's a bottom ager, but um. Exactly why we picked him. He just bowled full and full at the stumps, and the, the wicket was just perfect for him that first day. Um, he's like a little energizer bunny, so he just goes. He's like 120 percent all the time. So, and then yes, um, on Thursday he's probably our best bowler again. So he's had a really good start to the carnival. Yeah, and um, it, a good spread. See, I noticed uh, Cooper Remy and uh, Sammy Field uh, both have batted reasonably well. Charlie Beggs batted well on the, what, the first day, but yeah, the boys on Thursday it was a bit, bit of an easier wicket to bat on than it was day one. So yeah, Cooper got us off to a really good start. He's a he, he probably looks more like an eighteen-year-old playing under fourteens cricket. He's a big, strong kid, so he um he whacked a few early, and then um yeah, Stan batted sort of through the middle of the innings, and yeah, we, we probably fell probably twenty runs short, I think, where we should have been. But the boys, no, the, the boys batted really well. So there's a there's a few there with uh, familiar names to older blokes like myself, like you mentioned yeah. Charlie Beggs and Sammy Field and um, oh there's a Felix Page from Old Peninsula. Yep. Now I imagine yep. that's somehow related to Travis, is it? Yep. And uh, yeah, sorry, and Cooper Cooper Remy and, and Henry Squire from Sorrento. I imagine there's a connection there. Yeah, Henry's um, Henry plays senior cricket down at Sereno as well. He's, he opens the bowl and he's actually been really handy with the bat. But yeah, there's, 
there's some really good kids in the squad. A um, couple of boys that probably haven't played a lot of cricket and they're a little bit raw, but they've got plenty of potential. Just good to see them, see them out there having a crack at, um, on the turf. It's just great to see. Fieldy, um, from your point of view, just tell us, uh, you, father and son, coach, player, just t- just tell us what it's like uh, to try and put the relationship aside, if you like, and trying to and not focus on one kid, but obviously the whole team. And how's how's that sort of working? Um, I've had a bit of practice. I've sort of coached them in the footy, <laughs> coach him in the <laughs> cricket. So it's probably, yeah, it's pretty just much comes natural. I try not to no way in all try and favour him at all. We'll just treat him like the other boys and um, probably sometimes a little bit too hard on him. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, it works well. It works quite well. Uh, we've got Brett Remy as my assistant, so... Oh. Um, but yeah, we've got we've got a pretty good little team there together with um, coaches and Shane Beggs is around, so he's been helping out as well. So the boys have yeah, I think the boys have adapted really well. And yeah, Sam and Cooper are both they're both co-captains, so they read the game really well. Once they're out in the field, we just sort of let them go. We haven't made any bowling changes or move in the field. We just sort of let them let them do it and learn. They make a few mistakes along the way, then that's so be it. Now, on that game where we mentioned Henry Cole got five for three, did I read it right that he also uh, got a couple of run-outs which sort of started the, the collapse in that game? Yeah. yeah, he's probably our best fielder as well. Yeah, he um, yeah, a couple of really good run-outs. Um, I think Ryder right, right Crawley got a couple of run-outs yeah. as well. Um, but, yeah, they were just sort of... They got to a stage in the game where they were just hitting it and <laughs> running straight away. So, we, yeah, we got a couple of run-outs, which was good to see us. That's a part of the game plan is to get two run out the game, so it's been really it's been really good. So Ryder Crawley, uh, YCW boy. Yeah, Ryder's. I think he might have been originally Hastings and Somerville. His okay. Dad, his dad Aaron actually played with back at Crib Point. Yep. But he mid nineties, I think. So um, nothing no, wrong with the nineties, mate. <laughs> he's a big strong. He's a big strong fast bowler and a left-handed bat that backs him around. So good player. And your home game, home grounds, uh, Bond Beach. So is that yeah. the the Bond Beach where where they play football? Is that where the yeah. turf is? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's in um, it's in great condition. The outfield, yeah, it's just like, like the MCG. It's beautiful. So, um, haven't really been. I only think I played footy there years ago. But the wicket's a little bit was a little bit um, up and down the first day. So we're hoping it's a bit a bit nicer tomorrow. I think they may be playing there today. Their senior cricket may start back this weekend. I think. Okay. So. We're hoping that the wicket might be a little bit better tomorrow. So you guys play on Sunday morning yep, at Bomb Beach? Tomorrow, yeah, 10 o'clock at Bomb Beach. Right. Hey, Fieldy, just, just Cam. Hey, for me, that round one, Charlie Beggs, that 20 or 49 balls was just huge at yeah. the start of your campaign. So great for young Charlie to get some runs, which I was, yeah. I was absolutely was a really, was a really just good a great effort It was really, really hard so to bat. Really, really <laughs> so um, that, was a, that 20 was as good as a 50. Yeah, correct. Couldn't agree more. Yep. And that, yep. so just that experience of, of playing on turf for some of these boys is, how many of them have played on turf before, did you say? Um, I think just Sam, Sam Field, Cooper Remy and maybe Wilbur plays a bit of school cricket and just a, maybe a few other boys have had the odd game on it. So, um, yeah, it was, I was saying to our boys, it was like we were batting on the moon. It was like <laughs> yeah. totally foreign to them. <laughs> day, one, day one, I tried to get them, the, the ball was like short of a length and rolling below the ankle. So, yep. Just trying to get them to get on the front foot, but a lot of them thinking that the ball's going to hit them in the throat. So it was a bit of a challenge. Hmm. Um, a few boys went back and got bowled under their back. So it was just, and then the next day was completely different. It was popping, and so it was one extreme to the other, really. But that's first cricket, so it's, it's, you just got to adapt to their conditions, I suppose. Yeah, and yeah. good experience too, isn't it? The, oh, great experience to play those. Yeah. yeah. 
you had any contact at all with the uh, the other team? I suppose you've yeah, been flat out. Yeah. yeah, they've been going okay. I think they've had three. They've maybe won a couple or lost one, I think, maybe. Something along those lines. Um, yeah, two Darcy, and one. Two, two and one, one, yeah. Two and one, yeah. Darcy runs that team. So, yeah, I keep in contact with him after most games, and I think he's pretty happy with how his team's going. So, um, no, as, it, as I said, there's a, yeah, 26 pretty pretty strong um, competitive kids out there representing the league, which is great. Yeah, it's, it is good to see. And, and I guess the most important thing is they're all really enjoying the experience too. Yeah, well, my team's just, yeah, they've bonded as well as the club the club team. They're just all, yeah, all um, getting along really well. The parents have been great. Yeah, so, yeah, so far, so good, really. Fantastic. Dwayne, great chatting with you, mate. Well well done again on your contribution. Uh, you, you better enjoy the afternoon off because you're going to yeah. be pretty busy the rest of the week. Yeah, it's going to be a pretty busy three days coming up, so hopefully we can push through to the semi on Thursday. Indeed. Thanks, Dwayne. Thanks, boys. Cheers, Johnny Fiori. Yeah, terrific fellow, uh, Dwayne, as we know. So that un- un- other team, the uh, un- Des Nolan, um, the fellow there called... Christian Sparandio from Long Island, Island. Yep. Archer Kent also from Long Island. Yep. Both made some good solid runs for them. Yeah, fifty eight, and, and yeah, Christian and, had a cracking game too with three for twelve and um, yeah. fifty three with the bat. And uh, Tommy Vaughan from Mount yep. Mount Eliza got three for twenty one of the games as well. Yep. I was just just looking at some of these um, some of these teams, Neil. Like, you, I'm looking at the location of the grounds: Frankston, Bomb <laughs> Beach, Carrum, and then there's Truganina. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a lot of travel. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, that, was, that, that was um the under under the under twelve Swifty side had Truganina round one, um, and they, I think the uh, the the Westgate Bridge was down to one lane, <laughs> which they opened up the night before. All the parents were very happy that they could. Uh, <laughs> they're a bit worried with one lane on the Westgate, but uh, it was young. Yeah, Tommy Vaughan oh, took three for yeah. He did really well in that side, and um. Young Noah Merrifield from um, Red Hill took three for 11 off six. Six in the, in, the, in the last game there. But, yeah, they, um, they probably turned that last game. They didn't chase a low score in that third game, that team. Um, okay. So that, they've been in every single game. Mm. Um, they're, they're a good side. Coached, uh, yeah, coached well by um, Darren Russo. Um, so, yeah, so they're good, some great cricketers in that team. So we'll talk now. We've got, uh, well, it's one of the parents from one of the under-16s. You can't keep him out of it. Jason, Jason Albrus, who's been with the, the Beitzel team uh, most of the week. Jason? Yeah, have. Yeah, they've played a couple of games. They've got three to go started tomorrow. Um, yeah, yeah, back into it again. And, and they've got the second game at, uh, at Jubilee Park at Butler Oval tomorrow. So under-18s and under-16s yep. are both there. So for people who... Yep. Who don't want to try to find where uh, Truganina is, or they're going to go uh, to Mont Albert, <laughs> or, <laughs> or Bayswater, or something. You could just pop down to Frankston there, and you'll see a couple of great games. Tell us a bit about yeah, the the, the, the 18s there as well. Yeah, yeah, 18s are on the other grounds. Oh, great, I've got to put up with Kingsley De Gregorio all day as well. You oh, do, right. correct. Just my day, thanks for that. <laughs> the whole. Gregorio family, I reckon, will be up there on the weekend. You're mates with them, so it's all right, Jason. Uh, yeah, Kingsley will be following me around. That'll be good. Um, yeah, the 16s uh, got off to a bit of a mixed start. The first game they played Eastern um, out at um, Mont Albert Reserve, and uh, 
they look they um it was a bit of a difficult pitch, which I think most of the grounds that are playing on turf are finding just because the pitches are going to be used for, for a week. So the first couple of days, there she was a little bit green, but uh, the boys uh, bowled first and, yeah, put in a, a pretty good effort. They had a, a guy back for them that, you know, for, made 30 off about 110 rocks or something like that. And mm. in the end, that was kind of a pretty important thing. Jason, what about Baden's form? How's he been going? He's opened and, up, uh, hasn't he? He's not getting Jace? the bowl, so uh, I've told him to keep doing the warm-up exercises and, <laughs> and uh, you know stretches through the whole innings, but it uh, hasn't worked so far. Well, I've noticed you got Jackson Burke from Long Island got six for fourteen one day. Lucas Cross has got three for eleven. So if the got, if the other bowlers are performing, you know he just has to stand yeah, in line. Yeah. I'll tell you what, uh, uh, Jackson Burke, of course, is Burke's young fella. Yeah. Um, boy, like he let him go. Um, at a rapid rate. Uh, yeah, he's got a fantastic action as well. And on that first game, he, uh, there, were, there were a couple of guys from the other team were, were pretty keen to not be out there. Mm. Uh, and in, in the end, he, yeah, his last wicket, he, he snapped the stump in half. And the, the half a stump went cartwheeling past the keeper. So he certainly does let him go. He's, a, he's one to watch in the future as well. He bats pretty well too. Yeah, so... Uh... From the perspective of of you and 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 Baden, you've did you know most of those players around? Because you've sort of been been in in the mix over the years, or are there a couple of uh, new new kids coming in that uh, you hadn't seen a great deal of before? Yeah, well, it's, I suppose it's the age group um, um, where they lose a few to the Craig um, White Shield, or I think it is. Um, mm-hmm. That's yep. run by the a lot of the, the sort of district clubs. Uh, or they have an involvement in it. So I know that um, a few of the boys that Beto played with last year have gone to play that this year. Beto was was pretty keen to, to stick with the MPCA and sort of prove himself through that pathway. But, yeah, it's a bit of a different lineup. Um, I don't think there's any... I'm trying to think whether... I, I don't think there's any of the boys from last year that, that Beto played with that were in the team this year. So it's a bit different. He's also bottom maze this year, so um, okay. that also changes it a little bit too. Yeah, so you, you got, uh, is that one-on-one or am I going behind? Yeah, there? they won their second game. They played yep. Northwestern in the second game at, at uh, Jubilee. What a great ground that is. Uh, that pitch was excellent. Uh, yeah, they had a good win there. They sort of scrounged up 160 or so. Extras batted pretty well. And then... <laughs> um, yeah, they then bowled pretty well and, and kept it fine and won pretty comfortably in the end. So, yeah, one and one still in the mix of the finals. Um, yeah. I think, I know Cam Deese, he's seen a lot of this sort of cricket before and, and Seeker, the southeastern comp, tend to be one of the stronger competitions and I think they'll be one of the ones to beat again. So, uh, a game against Western Region on tomorrow at, at Butler Over, as we mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Then... And uh, there's uh, it's a lot of turf. You've also, I noticed, on Monday at 
Bond Beach, which is the other ground we're, we're using there against yeah. Diamond Valley. Have you had a game at Bond Beach yet or not? No, I haven't played at Bond Beach yet. I spoke to um, yeah, I spoke to Trent Watson, who's been umpiring these games. He's um, I hope we don't lose him umpire. He's a good umpire, but he um, sort of said that that pitch was a bit green on the first day as well. Yeah. But the same thing over the course of the week, it'll, it'll dry out a bit. Uh, so yeah, out against my old uh, my old competition, Diamond Valley on on Monday, and then I think the final one might be even against Ringwood out at out in Ringwood. Proclamation Park, it says in in, in Ringwood. I'm looking at uh, Cam Price, in case he, I mean, he couldn't find Truganini. I don't know how he's going to go at Proclamation Park. But... Well, I'll, I'll say Proclamation Park over yeah. Truganina. Thanks very much. Uh, <laughs> I've got a fair idea where that is. It's a, a nice ground as well from memory. So it's a little bit closer than, than the other side of town. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, um, yep. Cam, um, I got to watch a little bit of the, the girls um, the other day. And yeah, it's been fun cricketing. Yeah, I don't I haven't heard Cam speak so far today, but I'd love to hear about um, Gemma, the captain. She seems like a... Yeah, we gave, had a bit of a chat with her. She's had, had a, a very good first half with a... 100 off 93 balls. Uh, I don't know the last time you did that, Jay, so, did, you know. Baden will do it pretty soon. Baden might be the man, yeah. He will do it very soon. <laughs> yeah, no, um, she, uh, looked, I saw her bat a little bit and she looked fantastic, um, very composed at the crease and then, you know, put the, the loose ones well and truly away. It was good. And then I noticed... Uh, one of my uh, one of my year eleven students, Talia Halibut's been in the wicket. So yes, I look forward to talking about cricket rather than biology for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Danny would be very pleased with that too. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, no. I saw Danny there watching. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. So, it, in in fact, that's the thing. You know, I've sort of mentioned that to to Cam. One of the great things I think is that you get the families there and watching, and you know, you you've probably played with or against a number of the Parents, and you see the, some fresh ones coming along as well, who uh, who normally haven't been uh, stalwarts of MPCA. So that, that's that's a good experience, I think, seeing all of that mix. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. It's um, you know, we're blessed. We've got uh, Tammy is um, Sam James's mum from Mount Eliza, who's run. She's doing the team managing, and she's so organised and and kind. It's been good to get all the parents together. I've been put my hand up to do the scoring and. Yeah, it's been it's been really good, and I look forward to kind of being involved over the next few days as well. And you know, you do like you said, Neil, you meet a few new parents, and it's been good with you know Beto and Will Squire, are, are two boys from the Southern Peninsula, and the rest of the the team are sort of the, from the Frankston team. So it's been good and interesting for them to mix with the, the Frankston guys who they probably don't know all that well. And um, yeah, it's been it's been good. The other thing I've noticed, uh, just looking at the scorecards, is that there's there's a, a good mix from all the all the associations of some kids who have might have an Indian background or a Sri Lankan background, and I, I think it's good to see that mix happening uh, through local cricket through the kids. Well, I think you've made a really important point, Neil. I think it's something that Australian cricket is we're heading into a bit of a new era. Yep that we really need to embrace. I think we're seeing that with the, the young batsmen for Victoria at the moment who yep. scored 100 on debut. But 
I think the the next um, evolution for our cricket is that the the um, Sri Lankan background, Indian background, uh, Pakistani background, mm. um, Australian uh, are going to be pretty prominent when you start looking at our state and and international teams. And I think that's a really good thing for Australia. They bring a different dynamic to the game. And and you're right in in the games that I've watched so far, um, the other teams have had probably three or four. Um, subcontinent background um, players in it, and they've yep. been really good players. Yeah, it is. It is good to see. Can I, can I just add there, Jace? It was great um, on the uh, first day when we were the eighteen boys and the uh, and, and the second eighteen, eighteen boys and the seventeen girls, and the second day the sixteen boys and the seventeen girls. Um, Doug, Gray, Doug gave my girls a pre-game address. Um, so we took the girls over to the boys, and it was uh, it was really good. And then, and you obviously came over. Um, I had uh, Lockie and Lucas came over to see how the girls were going. Steve Marone sat there with us for about an hour, giving the girls tips. Um, it was really good. It'd be great to see. I'd love to see a soccer game between the eighteen boys and the sixteen boys tomorrow, <laughs> or a uh, some sort of there'll be testosterone <laughs> flying everywhere tomorrow in Frankston. I think at Jubilee Park, but I mean a lot of those boys have played together, so it'd be great to see that camaraderie. And I think there'll be a lot of a lot of chest pumping tomorrow. A lot of uh, the, both teams will be pretty fired up to have a, a good result tomorrow. I think it'll be. Um, it, I can't wait to get there. To be honest with you, I think it'll be a great day for for MPCA. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it's, um, Turn left, Jason. Turn left. <laughs> We're just, you're just sort of dropping out a little, mate. Oh, sorry. That's sorry that's got it, got it. Yeah, um, yeah, I was scoring in front of them the other day and they're all on the mic for get checking out all the other VNCU yeah. scores and how the 18s are going. And um, oh, Pretty quick to point out to me that Kingsley made a gold duck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's never going to let me lift this down, but yeah, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, they'll be pretty keen to sort of catch up and support each other and, and heap it on each other as, as teenage boys do tomorrow. And, and, and like you, Gal, really looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah, and, and let's hope there'll be uh, plenty of local people coming along to watch because what a great idea. The 18s and the 16s both together on the Sunday. Mm. So whoever organised that camp, camp <laughs> prize, you can put your hand up. You've, take, you've taken responsibility I'll, there. Jug, jugger will want to take jugger. that, but I'm going to take that one. Bad luck, Jugger. Yeah, claim it, Cam. I'll claim it. Absolutely, I am. Absolutely <laughs> fantastic. So then uh, for the teams, and we've talked through just about all of them now, so the teams who make... The top four by Thursday. They've got a semi-final. Uh, that's home and away system, is it, yep. on, on those? And yep. then the, a final yep. on the following Sunday at a neutral ground, yep. uh, obviously not determined yet. Yep. So that, that'll be sensational. So you you might get to go to Proclamation Park twice, uh, Jace. <laughs> that'll be good, wouldn't it? Head up there for a final on the, on the Sunday. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, Jace, we better let, let let you go. The phone's playing up a little bit, but uh, but uh, look again. Well done to all, all the kids in that comp, and uh, let's hope it's a big one tomorrow, and they all focus on the game and uh, and uh, do a great job in front of what I think will be a pretty good crowd. Yeah, good to hear. Thanks for that, guys. All the best.
uh, for all the other VMCU teams for the remainder of the week as well. Indeed. Thanks, Jase. Thanks, Jase. Yeah. So, uh, just double-checked. I don't know whether he... Probably didn't quite mention as much of the Keith Keith Mackay yet, so we probably should uh, just about finish on that one, uh, I think, yep. Cam. And then yep. we'll let you go. Mick and I have got a couple of things to talk about, but not a lot. Yep. Um, Keith Mackay, Jason Bolsh... Uh, with ably Co- assisted by Normie Jardin. With, oh, yeah. oh, sorry, Normie pulling the strings there, the marionette. <laughs> there was a bit of a concern there. I thought uh, Normie's car was on fire there at one stage. <laughs> he wasn't leaving his car, but uh, nah, Normie's all good. He's, uh, he's, watching with a, he's watching with one eye. With intent. Watching absolutely with intent. So right. a great story there, a young boy by the name of uh, Taj Duggan from Sullivan, yeah. uh, Ross, Ross's boy. Yep. Um, just um, yeah, to to see his development over the last twelve months, they're the stories that I love in cricket. Um, well, his first two hits for sixty-five and forty-seven. Well, he's he's carried the bat. Has he in round oh, one? He's carried the bat. He's opened the batting, made sixty-five not out, and carried it through the innings. Um, so oh, in fact, they they were chasing one seventy and he, he batted through and got him over the line. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah so they're, they're they're one and two, but they could quite easily have been three and zip. Um, they're, they're right amongst it, um, that team. Um, young Ethan Reeves has had a good one from Baxter. Yep. Um, he's had a 28, um, and he took three for 35 in the in the last game. Um, and young uh, Brody Smith from Langy, 44 not out mm. as well. Um, now, did I see Sajiv Prabhasanka yep. getting, getting a couple of wickets in yesterday's game? I don't know much about... Him or the family? You, you got any background there at all? Or help yeah. me out? Or not, not a lot of background, yeah, but right. I've, I've watched him for probably three years. Okay. The, the VMCU program. Yep. Um, first time I saw him, I said, we, "We've just got to get this kid in here somehow." Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's a really good bowler. Does a lot with the ball. Um, Playing which which club was he represent? Uh, just see I if I can find. Oh, hang on, Caram Downs. Caram Downs. Yeah, yeah. Caram Downs. He, he's just a ripping kid too. Rip, ripping kid to have in the program. Um, and um, can bat doesn't mind throwing the throwing okay. the willow at it. Um, doesn't always work, but he, he when he throws it and hits it, he hits it hard. So he's he's a good lad. Some interesting names in in this group. When you see there's a there's another Lenahan. I didn't realise yes. there was a, a younger Lenahan coming along as well. Yep. Um, oh, Henry Riddle, another Red Hill boy. Oliver Craig from from Rosebud and. Tyson Barnes and Corey Chadwick from Rye. Good to see yep. a couple of the uh, the Southern guys involved in that one as well. Yep, we had um, Justin Barnes, Tyson's brother in the under-16s last year. He's a yep. superstar and Tyson's now playing in the ones at Rye. He's had a couple of games in the ones, so he's ready to go. Um, he, he will do something at some stage in this carnival because he's, he's a ripping cricketer. Um, hasn't quite ticked the boxes yet for him, but that'll happen. That, that's cricket sometimes, but he, he can definitely play cricket. So their Sunday game is at Seaford East, isn't it? I think that their home games are at Bruce Park, but I'm pretty sure they've got a Sunday game at Seaford East Reserve from what I saw, which is a part of the Casey group. Yes, it is. Yeah, spot on. Yeah, yeah. So against Casey Cardinia, um, who, yeah, they're, they're a, uh, where are they sitting? They're sitting third. Okay, so, so a win there keeps them in the mix as well. Yeah, it does, absolutely. It's sort of interesting. So it's the, the top four on eight and mm-hmm. the bottom four on four. Yeah. So that, that's... Doesn't you know, take much to correct. turn that around. No, yes. once, so Casey Cardinia, if they, you know, if we have a, a win against them, we're back into fourth or fifth um, and it's game on with two rounds to go. So... Bolsh will be fired up, as Normie will be too. He'll be doing his numbers and working out what's going on and all the all the permutations that can happen. But yeah, great, great little side. The, the under, yeah, great little side, that one. 
Now, just double checking, uh, I think when I was looking yesterday, I saw that the, ah, yes, indeed, the other under 12 game, which we talked about Steve Watling and the Josh uh, Brown plate, yep. they've got a Sunday game at Roy Dore. Uh, yes. So, uh, so yeah, there's a bit around. I don't know what I mentioned. Yeah. So there's a lot of a lot of local games, yep. which is the great. The fourteens, I think, Fieldy side are at Bomb Beach. Yep. So we've got eighteens, sixteens, and fourteens all within twenty minutes of yeah. each other, all on turf. Yeah. That, I'm couldn't be, couldn't oh. be happier with that. To yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. No, that, that is really really good. Yep. And um, probably also didn't mention there was a, a guy. Chase Hiku from Lang Warren yeah. in, in that team. 49 from 50, and yeah. then he got 63 from 55 in the second game. Yeah, can play. The Kid Hikus, can bat a bit, yeah. Hikus, all the Hikus can play cricket. They're uh, very, very talented cricketers, that family. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Adam Panton from Delicom Parks picked up uh, a couple of bags of three, I believe. Yes. Yeah, yeah, both he's, games. Yeah, both games. Uh, he's, uh, he's bowled very well. Bowled his six both games. Um, and young uh, Jed Still from Baden Power got a 39, and uh, young Archie Squire from Sorrento, two for 13. He's, he's a genuine leggy, has a brilliant wronging um, for a kid. He's a first year 12, I'm pretty sure, so he, he will only get better. So the Squires are uh, yep. contributing a little bit, Definitely aren't they? The squires, squires squires family. All over, yeah, they're all, all through their cricket. Yeah. Great, great cricketing family. Fantastic. Look, uh, we probably should give you a chance to leave now, mate, because you've, be, you. you've come in, you've done a fantastic job, Cam Price. But all those games on Sunday, so if you're at a loose end or you want to go along and watch some of the, the juniors, there'll be a lot of people at uh, Jubilee Park, but there's also uh, Seaford East and there's also Bond Beach. So yeah. plenty of games on this Sunday of, of the junior cricket. And it is always worth watching. It's great. It is. Can, ne- can I throw out a big thank you? Definitely. Just to the Frankston Peninsula Cricket Club. Um, so Gert and Cam Wallace, mm. um, they were there an hour and a half before each game. They were putting the hats out, putting the, putting all the little little monikers around for twenty five meters. Um, just fantastic. Couldn't have welcomed us more. Uh, Mike Ronke. Um, and the Clowers uh, opening the canteen and the, uh, the cups of tea for us. Yeah, good boy, um, good boys. Those. Ones. I just can't yeah. thank them enough yeah. for what they've done to get our kids on the turf. We get and of I, course I love Cam Wallace, uh, Michael might have started his cricket locally. He did. He a little bit years, of morning. Yeah, two years at morning. He did. Yeah, he was yeah. a, a fantastic guy, a good family, and yeah. uh, actually, it's just interesting you mentioned about the canteens because when uh, when Michael Drake was coach of a side, I reckon it was about oh, I reckon it was about seven years ago. Mm-hmm. And we went up to we went up to Murphy's Oval, maybe further than that actually. Went went, went whoop whoop. I had to drive, <laughs> and there was it was a hot day, and there was no canteen open or anything, and it was just like, but that's good. The canteens <laughs> are open. Yeah, yeah. The weather's hot. You want to get a you want to get a coffee to wake yeah. yourself up. You want to get a soft drink, whatever, just something. To, mm, and yeah. it's, it's great because this place we went to, and it was up. It was way up the line and doesn't uh, sound like a Murphy's <laughs> thing to but not to have any catering. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was Mike Ronke was on the barbecue. So oh, yeah, beautiful. it was just um to be able to get our kids on turf. I am not uh oh. Mornington Peninsula Shire. I'd love to have a turf wicket somewhere in the uh, Mornington Peninsula, but for Frankston to open up for us like that it's just it's a credit to them and I can't thank them enough. And just the coaches, team managers yep. and the umpires, Tuffy Tuffy and his crew. Tuffy what's, happened to this, what's happened to the turf pitch at Graydon Trail? Uh, listen, to be honest with you, it's six, it's six weeks away and it'll be up and running. Mm-hmm. Um, but just no one wants to. I, I don't think we probably need... Uh, how do I say this? How do I say this right? It'd be great. Yeah, a bit more cricket in the Shire 
bit more cricket sort of people. So will that, so will that pitch yeah. be available? So that pitch potentially next season will be available to use, will it? Oh, if the Shire ticked it off and said yes, we're going to invest that money. My understanding is the roll of the cutter; it's all in that shed. That's they got there. the gear. They've yeah. Got the gear, yeah. but obviously there's a concrete pitch in the middle. If you took that out, they tell me the people that know um, Chris Kay, the curators, who's it. Casey, he says, you know, six to eight weeks, and that could potentially be ready to go. Um, mm-hmm. We've got a very strong pull in this show, Neil, so I'm sure I'll be listening. <laughs> and, think, uh, we'll well, get Header onto the job. Exactly. <laughs> we, we need to start a political party, I think. Oh, yeah, bring, bring, bring turf wickets back on the peninsula. <laughs> that might be my next job, I think. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's six to eight weeks, and we could be up there again. Well, it's a bit like if you're playing tennis and you're a young Australian player and you want to go over to Europe and play on clay. Like, there's not many clay courts in Australia, is there? That's dead right. There so, used to be one down in Rosebud, but they moved. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we, we need our yeah. kids. I'd love to have our kids in because it's not a footy oval. Yeah, realistically, in August you could have that turf wicket up and running, mm. and you could be practicing on there, getting ready for your campaign in January. Mm. Um, I see that. I, I know the board and the junior pen and the senior pen that see that in their future. It's obviously we don't own the oval, so yeah. we have to convince the shire along that path as well. Absolutely. Hopefully, hopefully we start to turn that turn, yeah. the, turn the stone. Absolutely. Look, so well done to all the people who've been involved. I uh, hope you've enjoyed all this. We're going to let Cam Price uh, head off now out of the studio. Mick and I have got a couple of uh, things that uh, we want to throw around uh, over the next few minutes on, on other general sport. And, of course, the cricket show will be back as usual next 9 o'clock next, no, uh, next Saturday morning. And uh, 